Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sultana and I'm here again, guys. <laughs> I like that. You know, we're still alive. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about me, guys. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I like when I give the updates though of like, sorry, it's just me. Usually the half time. And then I'm like, because Lejana had something epically terrible happen and she just can't be here right now. So (laughs) yeah, I, Dave Blakesley reached out to me and he was like, Hey, I caught up on the episodes. Like, are, are you okay? Like, can I help? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm just sad. (laughs) I mean, I, I do always give a shout out. Like, if any of you want to reach out to Slajana, please do. <laughs> so maybe I did make it sound like she no, it's okay. Needs help. Yeah, everything's going great. Everything is just epically great. AKA our new our word, not our new, but our current word of the week, epic. Epic. And you know, I tried and got a few things, but you know, I just get just getting through COVID with brains intact should be an epic wonder of it all. So I tried to keep things as like, how, how would I say? Like, I, I tried to do my inner slow Jana where I only tried to do one or two things. As Even manageable as possible. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like as slow Jana, like manageable as possible. Yeah. I like that. You should, you want me to just start telling you all the epic things I did? Yeah. And then I'll tell you like the two epic things I did. <laughs> Well, one, you look beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Congratulations <laughs> on that. And you're still going strong on your Peloton. Yeah. That, it's really a therapist at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All my your Peloton are like in love with the Peloton. Yeah. My sister has one. My girlfriend, Rachel, just told me that she and her fiance ordered one. Like basically everyone in my life has one at this point and it's oh amazing. So I even have friends who got the loser Peloton and they're, they're happy with it, but like there's things that Peloton does that makes it the Peloton. And, and those friends are like acknowledging, like, I don't have a Peloton, but it does move like a bike and does a thing. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Look, I, I, yeah, absolutely. It's it's just insane. I am. I, I think I tell my friend Rachel when she texted me and was like, you have a Peloton, right? I was like, I'm a Peloton whore. (laughs) She's like, what? I was like, yep. Just, I ride that bike every day. (laughs) She can't tell me now I'm there every day. You can't tell me now. <laughs> it's a one-way consent, which I always advocate for consent anyways, but anyways. <laughs> anyways, why don't we just go back to your epic shit that you did, okay? <laughs> epic stuff. Here we go. All right. One, I decided to look up an epic lady. I had said this on a previous podcast. I think one of the movies I'd watched last year was Dumpling. It came out mm-hmm. And after watching that, I needed to know more about Dolly Parton, the epic lady that she is. She is pretty epic. Oh, like, so I really didn't know that much about her or knew any of her songs, except for like, 
she did the original I will always love you. Yeah. Yeah. And Jolene. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. I decided to not only read her book, Song Teller, and the way the book is set up is she puts the lyrics of the song, a example of like why it's an important song, like she wrote it during this period or like it won awards or, so, or it was covered by these many people. And then she explains like what was going on when she wrote it or why it's significant. She wrote a lot of songs. I am still only 50% of the way through this and the accompanying Spotify playlist. And I read very quickly. She's in thousands of songs and she doesn't even do it. I'm only up to like the nineties right now. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. She's amazing. On top of that. I also listen to Dolly podcast or Dolly Parton's America, which is a podcast. Okay. And that one is basically the book, but like, shorter and done NPR style. So it's actually like Dolly going through and like pointing out like things that are similar in the book, but the person who was interviewing her, his dad was one of her doctors at the time and became really good friends with her. Okay. And so over the course of like, I think a year or so while he followed her around and like recorded her, it came up with questions of like, is she a feminist? Even though sure. when ask her point blank, she says no, because she's kind of from that generation where if you said feminist and you were from a certain part of the country, it's like the militant feminist. That, yeah. Yeah. But then in action, she did say that she was a feminist. And then you, so then I watched the movie nine to five because I had never seen it. I've never heard of it. So from 1980, it's got Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda and Dolly Parton starring in it. And it was out of this idea of Dolly Parton's the secretary. There's a powerful female exec. And then Jane Fonda plays one of the other females in this company. And they have the same boss. And the boss is just a D. He is sexually harassing Dolly Parton. And like she spurns him at every chance. They also have this amazing sequence in the middle of the movie where they talk about what they dream of doing to him. Like one is like, yeah. like, you know, uh, shooting him. Another one, Dolly Parton, like sexually harasses him. She's like, you can just unbun the top two buns. You have a nice body. Oh. Show it off. You don't have to hide that from me. And he's like, you're making me uncomfortable. Oh. Sugar, if I wanted to make you uncomfortable, I would have already. Now, come on, get over here. <laughs> so it's an amazing movie. Wow. <laughs> But the fact that like Jane Fonda and her were in a movie and they're two very different people, the main theme of the podcast was to show there are, you know, cross-dressers, Midwestern mothers who go to church every weekend, Pentecostals, and then people who have no religion. Everyone like goes to her concerts and like, like her. And the NPR person's like, it's yeah, cool. that's true. Cause she, she like still pushes like boundaries. <laughs> and then like seeing the lyrics in print, you're like, gosh, she just wrote a song about what it's like to have a miscarriage based on being raped. And you're like, that was in the 60s. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So, highly recommend the podcast. The book is a lot, but 
listening to any Spotify playlist of Dolly Parton had really like, I was like, these are pretty great songs. I will admit some of her 60s stuff, they all kind of blended together. And then she started to get like in the 80s, like her own voice and everything that I appreciate. But yeah, so impressive lady, epic, epic lady, completely epic. Yeah, I, you know, she is quite fascinating because like also she's, you know, sometimes artists or performers or whatever, it's like, they're really like only good at one thing, but they always try to like venture into, you know, actors try to venture into like singers or like movie, you know, like whatever, but they really should just remain like actors. She's just genuinely good at like both. And she's a musician. She plays the guitar. So (laughs) she plays the guitar. She plays the petty whistle. She plays like all kinds of instruments. And she's so humble. And like, she also is really close with her family. Like one of her, I want to say it's sister or niece or something. Stella Parton is a musician in her own right. And then her nephew is the chief of her security. And it's just like, oh, Dolly Parton. And she doesn't badmouth anyone. So they brought up, how do you feel about Donald Trump? Ooh. And a lot of people bring it up in front of her, like everywhere she goes. And it's called Dolly Ticks when she avoids talking about politics in such a way that's like <laughs> very like, because they would be like, well, what do you think about Donald Trump? She's like, oh, well, I'm not really here to talk about anything about him because I, what would I know about running the world? Right. And that's, I was like, ooh, that's a smooth answer. So like, she's very quick. And so th- he asked, so he asked her like what she thought. and. One of the answers she said was, you know, instead of, because it came up when she was at an award show and Jane Fonda was like, we do not appreciate this guy. And like, it threw Dolly Parton off because she had talked with them before about how she would not play that game. She would not bring up politics. She would not catch her like in it. And so she did what she said. She's like, whenever I'm stuck in a situation, she's like, I figured the fastest way out, which was a boob joke. And so she makes a boob joke and quickly diffuses the situation. But she was like, why would I bring up? She's like, I'm an entertainer. So what good would it do talking about politics when I've never done that? Right. I mean, that's a valid point, but. Right. And then, but then she kind of said, also, sometimes I think we just need to pray that like he gets out of it and everything. She's like, why would I tear someone down when they're probably trying? to do the best they can. And the best we can do is just pray that they like work on it and, and give them some kindness. And I was like, wow, that's super nice answer. Now, meanwhile, her, again, her, I forgot if it's like her niece or something, Stella Parton, like bashed her out in an interview and said she has a voice and she's not using it. Well, that's, yeah, I think that's, I understand I understand the point that Dolly's trying to make, but I also feel like you have the opportunity to make a positive influence. And I understand that she's like, well, it's not, you know, you're, it feels perhaps as like a cop out, right? Like, oh, I don't know like what it's like to be in his shoes. Therefore, I won't discuss it. Well, it doesn't just because you don't know what it's like to be in the shoes does not mean that you cannot generate an opinion on it. Like you're a smart person. So you can form like thoughts based on actions that you're seeing happen. Right. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) And then, 
And then like someone brought up all the things that she does in action. And they're like, does this make up for not using your voice? Where if you look at the action she does, it's more telling of what she actually believes. So it was very, it's, it was a very interesting listen. Cause you're like, why is Dolly Parton so liked? She's more liked when they did this survey of likability, which takes in a bunch of different factors. She yeah. was more likable than like Lady Gaga and Beyonce. Yeah. I mean, she's, yeah, that's interesting for sure. Yeah. So anyway, uh, discuss that, that epic lady. And I've decided I need to start learning how to write songs and go be a country singer because that seems very lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> I support you. Just let me know when you're famous. <laughs> the other thing I did was decide to do some things that are part of my word of the year. I was like, let's kick off January and let's be epic. Let's like cross some big things off the list. So one thing I had signed up for a December 10K. Oh, that's cool. Good job. Yeah, well, I mostly signed up because it, the shirt and the cup that they give you say, I run on Christmas cheer and wine. (laughs) Oh, you mentioned this before. Right. Yeah. Right. And I actually didn't get around to it, but they, you have till January 31st to post your results. And I was like, I really need to do this. So I carved out time and I ran 90 minutes, 23 seconds, 10 K. That's amazing. That is so cool. Good for you. And I had flashbacks of when we're on our treadmills next to each other, just like cruising, but I was all by myself in my basement. (laughs) Hey. Doesn't matter. You did it, girl. That's right. awesome. Like, and you gonna... ran like the whole time or did you oh, do it? No. no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> okay. no, no, no. <laughs> there were a couple times where I had to answer some emails. So I went down to two miles per hour. So I didn't fall off the treadmill while I did it. And so I, I did do a lot of it at five to six miles per hour, but I also decided I wasn't going to like kill myself doing it because this is the first time I ran a 10 K in like four months. And the last one was because my friend Yvette had sent me one to do. Yeah. So I was like, we start off with an epic bang 10 K under my belt already in January. That's a great thing. That's very epic for sure. So remember how I mentioned I signed up for that chain letter thing on Facebook. That was the big secret sister. Some people thought it was a scam. Yes. Yeah. So I have gotten four presents from that thing, which is very exciting. Oh, that's really impressive. You thought you were hoping just somebody would give you one. Yeah. Okay. Last present was an epic present. It was from one of my favorite companies that I've never bought from because I, it's like too expensive for like these weird things. It's called Uncommon Goods. And they do like weird, quirky things that you like, but okay. would I spend that much money on it? If someone gifted it to me, it's funny. And I've seen them make great gifts, but yeah. I've just never bought from them. So this package arrives and it is a mask kit. And you know, I love a good mask, facial mask and like beautiful mask and everything like that. But it was make your own 
So there's this clay on top that you mix with like oil and a ta- and like a pill form, and then uh-huh. you like mix it together, and then you put it on your face. So like yeah. you build your own mask essentially. Interesting, um, right? I felt like it was a little above average. So I put it in the epic category. So what I did to make it super epic was I got the idea from my friend, Alex. So we decided we were going to make our bathrooms as epic as possible. Oh, the spa. Yes. So the thing I had decided was I should have a different theme when I use my bathroom now. So I'd already had rainforest day where I used a rainforest bath bomb. I had a bath. I had the rainforest and the eucalyptus diffuser going and like low lights. It was very like rainforesty. But then my friend Alex was like, oh, I got a green light. So it looks murky and everything. I was like, oh, all right. I need to, I need to make this epic. So I decided to make my bathroom a dance club. So I got in the cubby. I put on my mask and one of them is like an eye mask. So I felt like if I was at a cool club where they have like under the eye mask that like maybe are like glitter and everything, I would fit in at the yep. So then I found the epic playlist on Spotify of top electronic dance music from 2020, which I was like, I feel like who was making epic dance music in 2020 when the clubs were probably closed, but all right. Yeah. I don't know. Good question. Had Very that good question. I had flashing disco light going with the music and all the other lights were off. I felt like I made an epic. Oh, and there was also some essential oils going. That was more of like a, I love it. Yeah. A nice like sandalwood smell and everything. So <laughs> the only smell that you do like. <laughs> the only smell I do love. <laughs> So I made a club in my bathroom, which was pretty epic. It was great. That is amazing. And you were like, did you feel like you were at a party or did you I feel did. like? I felt like, mm, 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 mm. yeah. I it love was. it. And sometimes I get bored in my tubby where I have to start like reading or something. This sounds like a stupid problem to have. Sometimes I'm bored when I'm just laying my beautiful tubby. But I was not bored in this one. I felt like every song, like, Things were just like flash. It was, it was probably the best meditation I could have. <laughs> I love it. Do you know that they have like these? I only know this because Julie like sometimes loves to get wine drunk and then buy random shit on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and they have like a little pond in their like backyard. And she bought these balls that you throw them in the water. And then they like, they're like glow balls, basically. And you could do the same thing for your tub, but they like, it could be, <laughs> they're like floating. They're like, yes. I don't know. I have to, I'll find the link for you. But yeah, they're like, I don't want that now. Like, it's like your tub. Yeah, your tub like is like a party because like as you're bathing, like these things, as you're like splashing the water, it's like a sensor or whatever in them. And now, yeah. The one problem I had is, my children love to come in during bath time and see that like my bathroom is everywhere that they want to be like rainforest time. <laughs> their minds. So then they wanted rainforest time 
they have not gone their own dance party because I think to have them as a six-year-old and a three and a half-year-old just spraying water everywhere would not be a great idea. But no, it wouldn't. It it would be where people were jealous. They might just be my children, but they were jealous. So yeah. Absolutely. So I'm jealous. It sounds like a grand old time. And meanwhile, I got it from you because you were having such a great tubby time for a while. I am. I still am. I actually took a bath yesterday. It was lovely. Just bubble central. I got lavender bath salts recently. They were so nice. And actually to add more to it, because I was like, well, I like these bath salts, but I also really like bubbles. So then I got like the children's lavender bath soap. And honestly, it's great. I'm like, why wouldn't I use this? They use it for babies. I'll use it for myself. It's really hard to find a good adult bubble bath because either they're too, I I think they think- Smell is too aggressive or- Or they think I don't want bubbles. I wanted a lot of bubbles. You're called bubble bath. You need to provide this. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And then- Some of my projects I tried to do were pretty epic. So one was I finished reading the home edit, the ladies that were on the yeah. So some stuff I couldn't relate to, but this one, I was like, this is what Slajana would have. And my friend Julie (laughs) and I have moved into similar style houses, but we also have like the same follow through where we're like, ah, this would be nice, but are we those organization people? So <laughs> what the home edit ladies did was for their home gym, they had just simple plastic garage style shelving. So very open, very just like, oh. like four shelves. And they had their equipment in like a small bin. Then they had like water bottles laid out. Then they had towels. And I was like, well, that seems aggressive because it's never even occurred to me to have a towel down where my gym is. But then you you did have towels and you told me you had bottled water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, Slidjan is doing it. Then I should. I I love that you have like me as your base, (laughs) as like a standard, like what would Slidjan do? Right. I'm honestly very flattered. <laughs> and I was like, well, so Jane has bottled water. The least I can do is have at least one bottled water and one towel there. So I haven't gone crazy. But what I yeah. did do was bring out all of the vintage video games that have been sitting in boxes. So mm-hmm. we have old Sega Dreamcast and Super Nintendos and a ton of games that like are just nostalgic and fun to look at. And so while I have just one home gym shelf, because I don't have that much, I don't need that much. I now have all these video games that give me great joy while I'm doing some roundhouse kicks. And I'm able to also find my DVDs and my children don't throw them around the home gym anymore. So that's nice. That's amazing. We are having problems where the yoga ball is still being used as a boulder. So my kids throw it out their face, but you know, whatever, it's fine. I did that. I will say one fail I had, I tried to do pancake art. Do you know what that is? <laughs> like you made like a Mickey Mouse out of pancakes kind of thing. So pancake art, I was thinking, how do I make breakfast more epic? Because that's usually when I'm like more energized is the mornings. Yeah. Pancake art is when you've like added 
tones to the pancake batter. Oh, wow. So you can make like, you know, polka dots or other things or a smiley face. And like, it's still edible, but like you can see these different tones and stuff. Got it. I, I'm not good at pancake art. It just smooshed together. Like faces didn't come out. I tried adding like wiggly things. They burned. So that was my one fail was I, I gave up. I tried. So it was an epic fail is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) My kids still ate it, but they're like, why does this look weird? I was like, I know it's called abstract art and this was a fail. We're going to move on from now, but yeah, Yeah. I feel pretty good. I kept things manageable. And I learned about an epic lady named Dolly Parton. So I feel better about that. That's amazing. I, my epic is I had actually, it was an epic success. I would say I fell for Instagram ads because I bought a self tanner called Coco and Eve because that literally, yes, that's why I'm so healthy. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so healthy. amazing <laughs> I'm like this ghostly pallor right now where I was like gosh yeah it's I was I was literally like I go through these like checks so I like I'm like well here's the thing like I'm like mostly it's just me and Amelia like just bubbling it up and like you know I was like and Johnny like I don't get to see him right, right now because lockdown so I'm like, if I'm going to like test like new beauty shit out, like this is my, this is my Super Bowl, you know? <laughs> so I was like on the fence because I've done like spray tans and stuff before that I like generally end up looking very orange. To be fair, like I was doing a spray tans like a long time ago, like kind of thing. So I, I'm sure that there's been advancements made since. But I was like, well, I saw this Instagram ad and I was like, Bridget, I'm gonna- <laughs> I'm just going to get it. Like, I'm just going to go for it. Because it had like over like 300,000 reviews. Like, it was insane. I was like this. I was like, I mean, I just feel like this is something that I should test out at least. Yeah. So... I ordered it and I was like, Amelia, guess what we're doing this weekend? Because it's going to be self tanning. We're going to like go on a walk, make some food. And then we're going to like self tan. <laughs> do all the things as you do. So I got it and it comes like in very pretty packaging. But you get like a tanning mitt and like a kabuki brush to go around like the... I don't know, like the, like around your like ankles to make it look more natural and stuff. And honestly, like I had no idea what to expect. I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to turn orange. Like, I thank goodness I got some time. It was surprisingly easy to do actually. Like you just, uh, and, and this stuff did not smell like, I don't know, just like a weird, weird, musty. It didn't smell, you know what, like, do you remember what, like, how terrible NARS yes. smells? Yes. Oh, God. Like, yeah, that, it didn't smell like that. Like, this smelled like mangoes. It was, like, really lovely, actually. Oh, and it comes in, like, a light foam. You just do, like, circular motions just all over the bod. And then you, like, sleep in it and, like, let them just take a rinse in the morning. And, like, it turned out great. I mean, 
I definitely have a couple of patches because I was like kind of intimidated by it, but I would say it was an epic success and I feel pretty healthy about it now. So like, yeah. And it's like vegan and like all of that stuff. So So you're doing great in the world and taking care of your body and looking so glowy right now. Doing doing that. Also, I am doing laser hair removal at home. (laughs) Wait, at home with like one of those things? Yeah. So I signed up like a what I, I bought a package here because they were running this super deal like a while ago to do laser hair removal because I'm a human chia pet. And I was like, I can't be, I can't, I need to be a smooth dolphin, like living my be- <laughs> best, like hair free life before we're like married. And like, it takes a while to get yes. to finish your treatments because you, it's like every six to eight weeks and you have like multiple hair cycles. So until like all your hair cycle, you go through all your hair cycles, like you're not done with the treatment. Anyways, I, <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. So I started, I did one, I did two treatments with them and then COVID. Did it hurt? No, it's, it's, I mean, it's definitely like warm, but they have like a cooling feature with it. So you don't, you really like the cooling makes it, you just focus on that really. It's like a blowing, like cooling controlled power thing. So yeah, I was like, this is great. I'm so excited. I got such a good deal, like blah, blah. And then they had to shut down. So like my appointment, my next appointment had just like constantly been getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And like, I'm like well beyond behind the schedule that I was supposed to be on. And I was like, you know what? I honestly don't know that they're ever going to open up again. (laughs) No, that's a fair statement. So I was like, I don't know. I could be like in a year or something. And I just, I don't want to waste that. I was like, you know what? They have at-home systems. They're not terribly expensive. Like, I mean, they are, but like, not like insane. I was like, I'm just going to continue on with this treatment. So I now, uh, to add to my beauty regiment of, you know, COVID Jana beautification season, I just do laser hair removal as well. <laughs> Does that hurt like at the, at the home treatment? No, it doesn't actually. It also has a cooling function. So okay. it, like it those, not all of the seen on TV ones, like the ones I see where it's like, oh, it goes it looks like almost like a flag. Like there's like a little major, like the laser machine is, is like a box and then it has like a wand on one side. And then at the front of it, you get different like laser heads okay. depending on like what area you're like trying to hair remove on. And then you just like, you turn it on. There's six different levels and like there's different areas. And then you just like go along and you just like push a button. It's like beep. And then it like lasers. And then it, once it's off, you just move it next. And then you just beep again and just go along your whole area. Wow. See, it's really wow. easy. Yeah. But it has like a cooling function as it does it. So sometimes, it sometimes it smells like a little funky. Cause if you like, you're supposed to shave before to get rid of the hair. But sometimes like if you miss a hair, it like singes the hair. So you do smell a little bit of the hair. <laughs> you're like, Oops, but I mean, <laughs> No big deal. I did my beard earlier. So <laughs> like, hey, listen, it's called lasers, not gentle shavy time. So this yeah. is yeah, when you're dealing with lasers at home. 
at home. Honestly, I don't know that I'll ever end up going back to a salon because I'm becoming wildly self. That's not true. I'll I'll never cut my own hair, but <laughs> everything else, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm I'm due to go back to my hairstylist. It's like getting pretty bad. And I'm like, yeah, Cindy works by herself. It's gonna be totally fine. I should just go back. But I yeah, I am not a I just I can't I, I was like not gonna cut my own hair, just won't won't do it. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that's where we draw the line, not cutting own hair. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So those are really the only epic I call epic things because I was like kind of scared to do them to be honest with you. And then I was like, man, whatever. I'm just gonna yeah. do cool shit. I'm that's doing hot girl true. shit, is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> You're like, you're living your most beautiful life for reals from home and no, and everyone's missing it right now. That's it. That's it. Except for Amelia. (laughs) Amelia gets full treatment. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. And then do, do we want to do pillars? Do we want to pretend we do pillars anymore? No, I don't think so. (laughs) What am I going to tell you? I'm going to tell you I do the Peloton. I, well, I am doing a meal prep delivery service now, actually. My day through Friday. So my meals come to me like pre-portioned, pre-made, and I just pop it in the microwave and they're delivered Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It's amazing. From like a local group? What? From like a local grocery store or company? Yeah, it's a local company called Key to Food, but they're like, it's like nutritionists basically that just, there are fitness trainers, nutritionists, and they decided to start a company and like, I freaking, it makes my week so easy, but I just do it. Like I do lunch and dinner delivered Monday through Friday. And then the weekend, I kind of like, that's my time to like, I'll cook something and like indulge a little bit, but. No, that sounds great. And you're doing the Peloton and you know what? Your just situation is just laughable. um, Yeah. I just, I just laugh. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. That's all I do. At the end of week three of my back to turbo fire kickstart. So that's been going great. I am sore every day because I'm not working out. In fact, we were talking before we started the podcast about data metrics and how we love metrics on like what we're doing. I I love metrics. Yeah. So my resting heart rate was like up by 66, like it was 66 was the average. And now it's down to 58. And I was like, well, that was probably an indicator. I should have gotten off my butt a little bit more. <laughs> Getting to be a little high for Lisa Gucci. All right. So we're doing yeah. that productive. I started setting an alarm again. I was going probably like four or five months without using alarms. Wow. That's great. Well, the problem was I was getting up at seven or eight and I was like, oh, well, anything I wanted to be doing in the morning, which is my most productive time. That's right. The window. Yeah. So now I'm back to 5 a.m. getting up, getting, and then I'm like, oh, I should have been doing this before. This is amazingly productive. Yes. And so, yeah, so there's a little bit like, oh, all right, fine. All right, whatever. That and, is your thrive window for sure. Cause you've all like, well, I don't know that you've always wanted to be that way, but I feel like probably since you became a mom and stuff, like, yeah, you have to adapt. I, I talked to one of the moms in, that's on my team and she's like, how are you so productive? And I was like, well, 
I will say it gets better when your kids can sleep to a very standard time and you can be like, I just wake up before this. I was like, if you're not a morning person and you have to switch it though, the, uh, it, it sucks for a little bit, but that's what you got to do. Yeah. Like, laugh out loud. I saw the new Wonder Woman mo- movie, Wonder Woman. Oh, I did too. So disappointed. So terrible. Literally. I was like, what am I watching? There were so many cringeworthy laugh out loud moments. I was like, no. No, but she's beautiful. Yeah. Gal Gadot is beautiful. Yes, she's gorgeous. Good. When she put, rocks that gold, like, oh. shoot number, it's amazing. It's amazing. But literally, Johnny and I did a virtual date night together because that's just how you keep your relationship going when you have yeah. to be apart. Yeah. <laughs> and we watched Wonder Woman together. We, like, streamed it together. I, I literally, I was like, Johnny, out of like one to five, like, I like, what do you give that? He's like, like 2.5, maybe two. I was like, it was a two. Like, I just was not yeah. impressed. I, so one thing that made us laugh out loud afterwards, we watch this YouTube and I think it's called The Pitch or something related to like Pitch, pitch or the movie. So if you type mm-hmm. in on YouTube, pit, The Pitch for Wonder Woman, there's a guy who pretends that he is pitching whatever movie. He does a bunch of them to an executive. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got this idea for a movie. And basically goes through like the pitch by like talking about all the dumb stuff and the exec being like, how's that going to work? He's like, it just is. Oh, okay. And like, <laughs> but it, it was all the things that you were like, yeah, why did that happen? Yeah. Why did that happen? So no spoilers here, listeners, but it, it's not great if you've yeah. heard it's not great. So yeah, yeah. that's laugh out loud. So well, I'm glad I finally got to see your face again. Yes. Yes. Likewise. Likewise. Listeners, I'm doing fine. Don't worry. <laughs> occasionally. I'll check in. I'll call again. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hello.